0: Hello, and welcome to EdTech Coast to Coast, brought to you by the K-12 Blueprint and produced by Clarity Innovations. Each month, we talk with EdTech influencers on the vanguard of 21st century teaching and learning. We'll share the latest EdTech information and insights so that professionals just like you can help build a brighter future for students. Today, Clarity Innovations learning experience designer, Stephanie Hausman, talks with Susie Boss, a long-term member of the PBL Works National Faculty, Susie works with teachers from all over the world who are shifting to project-based learning as a way of engaging students with authentic learning experiences. Susie shares how teachers have shifted their practices to online and hybrid learning and are utilizing project-based learning approaches to create experiences that are more connected, more relevant, and more urgent.
1: So this crazy time that we're living through has caused teachers to really think differently about how they're structuring um, learning for students and with students and alongside students. And I think early on in the pandemic, when teachers had to make like an overnight shift, one of the things we saw happen was kind of going back to traditional practice, like let's do something that is kind of quick and easy. And we saw um, fairly traditional practice early on. But I think that uh, <laughs> that changed pretty quickly um, because doing worksheets and traditional quizzes online is not very engaging. And is, you know if you're not having kids show up or engaging fully in online learning, you've got to do something differently. And so I think um, in the more recent months, we've seen more of a resurgence of um, project-based learning in blended and online spaces. Because of all the reasons we know, you know, that PBL can be a way to get kids more connected to their learning, to make um, what they're learning about more connected to their lives, um, have them, you know, see the reason to show up, um, all those, and of course, you know, to still meet your learning goals and to do it in maybe more interdisciplinary ways, because you have that possibility as well, and build in those additional skills that PBL is really good at developing, like around time management, for example, or collaborating in in different ways with your peers. I think I'm hopeful as I'm seeing more signs of PBL emerging online. I've been really trying to track examples of, you know, kind of what's happening and um, what good stuff is going on out there. Having to think differently and think about what's best for students, how do we manage this as teachers, and make the most of this experience. I think those are all pushing people to be more creative about the learning experiences they're designing.
0: EdTech Coast to Coast is a production of Clarity Innovations for the K-12 Blueprint. Be sure to visit the K-12 Blueprint at www.k12blueprint.com for the latest research data, device information, best practices, and deployment strategies showing real-world results in districts just like yours. And to help educators keep pace with current educational practices, the K 12 Blueprint provides robust toolkits loaded with vital resources, each focusing on a critical challenge. Let's hear more from Susie about how teachers are adapting projects to create high quality online and hybrid PBL experiences.
1: I was talking with one uh, principal of a school in um, uh, Washington State, and They've always done a lot of internships and, uh, you know, workplace learning experiences and connecting with experts. And they used to always just look locally. Who's in our community? Where can kids physically go? And as, you know, life changed and everything went online for learning, um, kids have found really interesting connections all around the world. And, you know, teachers, of course, are supporting them and connecting with experts who can help advance their learning. But I think it's for that particular school, it's really caused them to think more broadly about who can we learn with? And you know we have these power tools to connect us with anybody, anywhere. Um, so we don't have to limit to what's in our backyard. And at the same time, I think we're also seeing some really good project examples that are very locally focused, like almost hyper-local. Um, some student journalism projects where these might be communities that don't have a vibrant local news outlet but they've got student journalists who can publish online and who can ask questions and who can talk to folks um, you know virtually and and craft really um, important um, stories for their communities that might not be getting local news otherwise. So I guess we're seeing both ends of that both really hyper-local sorts of projects and you know learning experiences that connect kids with with either experts or other students, you know, maybe somewhere else in the world who are living through something similar and they want to compare and contrast and learn across cultures, all those things are happening. I mean, you know, I think what we know about project-based learning generally also applies in remote settings. And that is you want to design a project that's going to be worth the time that you're going to invest in the project. So don't design a project around a learning goal that you could learn in a you know a couple of days in a quick um, lesson or two so look for uh, more challenging higher priority power standards if you will um, as you're designing projects so that the time required to do the project it is going to be an investment of time it'll be worth it you know and you're not feeling like oh my gosh i'm not um, some teachers worry i'm not covering my content area or i'm not covering my curriculum the project is the content area, the project is the curriculum, but you want to make sure that it gets to, you know, the depth of understanding of those kind of worthy goals. So that's one thing to keep in mind. And I, I think the the other one, um, you know, thinking about what makes for high quality project-based learning, you want opportunities for kids to um, make decisions, have a voice and choice, we often talk about in in PBL design. And I think that's really important in Generally, particularly now, you know, when kids are um, in different contexts, they're, you know, feeling somewhat isolated. We're hearing from a lot of kids just they're missing the social side um, of being at school. You know, this has been their community and they kind of got ripped away from it. So the more they can have connections with peers in a really productive way uh, through PBL, whether that's brainstorming ideas together, um, helping teach each other. Um, jigsawing content, um, learning in that way, which is a little different than everybody moving through the same content, you know, at the same pace. It gives them things to do when they're not all together in the classroom. They can be doing some independent learning and then bringing that back to the community. Um, Thinking about giving kids a pretty good range of choices when it comes to how they're gonna demonstrate what they know and can do, what sort of product are they gonna create or solution will they come up with. You know, kids are in different, situations in their homes. Some have um, access to every technology you could imagine and others are, you know, happy to get online a little bit, you know, or maybe they're having to share a laptop um, or computer access with other family members or, you know, sharing internet access or even sharing a place to, to work and connect. So they may may need a wider range of choices of what do they have um, in terms of resources to work with, um, how do they choose to um, kind of present their ideas and, and get their learning out there. Um, so I think those are, and then I think the other thing is, you still want, um, even though it's happening virtually, you still want students to share their learning with an audience. So in, you know, the, the old days of <laughs> a few months ago, that would mean often connecting with a, an audience in real time, face-to-face. And now we're seeing teachers still connecting kids with audiences, but they might have a virtual town hall, or they might have a guest Skype in, or come in, you know, in a hangout, um, or on Zoom, um, and students are presenting their work maybe to one uh, decision maker um, who, who would, you know, be interested in what they have to do. You don't want to give up on those elements of PBL that make it really effective, and I think that idea that This is going to matter to someone besides us, besides the teacher. I'm not just turning this in to check the box, um, but somebody's going to care about it. That's where we get kids really digging in and um, kind of putting their best work forward. So you want to keep those general strategies in mind as you're thinking about how in the world do we do this online. So don't give up on what we know about, you know, good practice when it comes to designing projects.
0: Now let's hear about how project-based learning encourages the skills that today's students need so that they are better equipped to tackle the world's challenges.
1: Yeah, it's it's almost like we're all living in one big project-based learning experience. It feels that way. Like, <laughs> it's completely it? <laughs> open-ended, right? We The answer is not Google. We cannot Google the answer. No. Right. And it takes all it, kinds of specialists coming together, you know, to to solve it. And it, when I've been talking with um, educators in other countries, you know, and, and they'll sometimes ask, well, why should we be thinking about project-based learning right now when we have so much, you know, on our plates and so many immediate issues? And trying to get them to think about who are the people who are going to get us out of this situation we're in the people who are able to work together to solve problems bring together the best minds collaborate across distances you know um, test and prototype and make improvements Um, we want our adults in the world doing that right now and doing it well and communicating it but those are the skills kids need to learn so that who knows what challenges are gonna be ahead of them in life? Um, are they gonna be ready you know, to step up if, if they've gotta um, play a really important role in responding to something challenging in the future?
0: Thank you, Susie and Stephanie, for that peek into how teachers are integrating project-based learning into their online and hybrid curriculums. We'll see you next time here at EdTech Coast to Coast. Until then, keep learning.